You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Morena Justine and Happy New Year. I reckon we can Morena. just get away with it. <laughs> Morena. Jumping right in to be like, Morena, <laughs> yes, Happy New Year. Nice to have you back on the show uh, and good timing as well because people are back at work. There's a few questions floating in on the text machine and uh, we're going to get stuck straight into one from somebody who wants to know if their annual leave will roll over into the new year. Uh, my boss says that since I didn't use all of mine up last year, I lost it and I can't use it in 2024. Um, so your annual leave doesn't expire if you don't take it within a year. Uh, some employers have limits on how much you can accumulate, but that doesn't mean that it expires. It means you would either get that paid out or sort of be instructed to go on annual leave because, um, you know, if you have like shares of annual leave entitlement that can be a big financial liability right for an yes. employer um so but your annual leave does not expire i'm that that is a in, that's a just a wild statement uh was your boss thinking about sick leave because sick leave um doesn't accumulate in the same way unless that's stipulated in your contract so right. some places your sick leave can accumulate to like a certain um amount uh so for instance I'm looking at a contract now where sick leave accumulates just up to 45 days, but beyond that it doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. um, so sick leave doesn't accumulate, but annual leave does, and your boss is literally talking nonsense, and that really concerns <laughs> me that the boss doesn't know that annual leave accumulates. I feel like that's a that's a good faith way you could go into it, though, maybe, if you're trying to start a conversation as well. Like, oh, yeah. I think perhaps you might be confused. Yeah. I think that's what sick leave, <laughs> is that the case? Let's have a conversation about it, because, you know, it's um, always hard to be like, um, excuse me, is yeah, this no. maybe not the vibe? Don't don't tell your boss, hey, that's really wackadoodle. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is my advice, my official formal advice. No. Um, yeah. Look. Um, I yeah. That's exactly. That's really good advice, Rich. Um, do do approach it like that. Say, hey, look, I've I've looked into it. Annual leave absolutely does accumulate, but sick leave doesn't. So maybe we're getting a bit confused there. Mm, totally. Okay. What else have we got here, Stella? Uh, someone said, I work as an apprentice and things are pretty rough house at work, but my boss puts me in a headlock when I get to sight every day and it weirds me out. What can Ooh. I do about it? It's fair enough. <laughs> that, um, so that's assault. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, which, yeah, that, that's assault. So you're being assaulted in the workplace. Uh, what can you do about it? Um, I think you really can, and I'm just going to be really like blunt about this. You can actually say stop that's totally inappropriate um, and if there are any ramifications for you you are completely protected um, you know under the law and I know that that, may, that might not sound like comforting but really like that that is like to to put someone in a headlock without I mean I guess I get that like you know it's rough house or whatever but it is without uh, without like mutual consent I don't know that sounds strange like you consent to putting me in a headlock but you know what I mean like um it, it, it's that is actually assault and it's completely uh, it's one of the health and safety concern because you could get injured you know on, at the work um at the work site uh two it's completely inappropriate and three I think you just I really do believe you you should feel mm. very um safe to tell him to stop 
Yeah. What if uh, you What if you don't feel comfortable with that? Because I I completely agree. That's the That's the thing that you should do. You mm. are protected by the law to say that as well. But you know, social politics is hard in the workplace mm. sometimes. Totally. Any advice for people who are like, I don't want you know, I don't want it to be weird. I can imagine being something people be anxious about. Mm. What advice would you have for someone who is kind of stressed about that that element of it, Justine? Um, sure, yeah. I think uh, it's just, firstly, like, maybe, like, talking to a trusted colleague. Uh, I don't know how long, you know, if you've been, if you're new to the workplace, it's finding someone that you can talk to about it and get some advice about maybe how to approach it, right? Because they might know the boss better than you do. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. If you've got a health and safety rep on the side, I would just talk to the health and safety rep. Mm-hmm. I think they might have some, some, some really helpful advice. Uh, otherwise, I, um, you know, if you're really feeling uncomfortable having a conversation, look, I'm, this, I don't know how great advice this is, but lie, maybe just say you have a neck injury. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like also, um, you know, it, it is one of those hard things where um, if there's like a culture of, you know, that jo- yeah. jokiness mm-hmm. or like banteriness yeah. or whatever, for want of a, a better word, you feel uncomfortable about it you probably aren't the only person who feels uncomfortable about it you just might be the only person who you know feels uncomfortable so what you're doing is if you're having those conversations with your colleagues and you're kind of like bringing that to the surface right that discomfort that might exist among your colleagues you're actually showing leadership as well Mm. and your colleagues might really appreciate it so that's the other thing as as scary as it is oftentimes you know there are other people that feel the same way and just having those conversations it doesn't necessarily first have to be with your boss but maybe having those conversations with your colleagues um it can be like actually really like it's 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 honestly showing some leadership um and it can be a really important step towards like creating a better work culture Mm. so someone has to do it and oftentimes it's someone who's a little bit brave to be the first one to do it eh? um but um it can really change work cultures for the better and i don't know yeah i don't know if that's helpful to this person um but if yeah if you are feeling really anxious about it i'd say talk to a trusted colleague talk just talk to your colleagues in general maybe approach your health and safety rep um worst comes to worst if you really want to stop immediately i i honestly i i would I would probably say as someone who, who can be a little bit, you know, uh, shy, like, oh, I've got a neck injury, please don't do that, to kind of just avoid that, um, just to avoid that in the immediate. But, yeah, that's definitely a culture problem, and um, it's just about trying to build a new culture, and totally. the only way we can do that is building relationships with our colleagues and trust day. Hard out. Uh, speaking of building relationships, trust and goodwill, we've had a text from someone who said, new year, new goals. I appreciate that they haven't said new me. They've just said new goals. goals. Same me, new goals. Uh, I'm keen to join a union. I'm a painter. Does that fall under trades? It does fall under trades. Uh, and there are a couple of unions that I want to kind of point this person in the direction of. Uh, I will say that, like, the trades are criminally under-unionised, and that's because um, of the way that the industry is structured. So you'll know that most, a lot of people in construction are, are uh, so-called contractors, yeah? Um, and that, that, that kind of employment relationship is, is a really easy way of kind of, to be honest, like, um, of, of getting away with not giving, with not um, having all the protections that a, that a worker would usually get in an employment relationship. Some people are really, truly independent contractors, but a lot of people who are so-called contractors are actually employees, so mm-hmm. I'll just put that aside there. Um, and um, But uh, there are some some uh, some construction workers' unions, uh, manufacturing and construction trades, so there's 
One is ITU. I talk about ITU all the time, largest private sector union, so they cover like a broad swath of the private sector. They probably would cover you. You can um, you can talk to them. There's the Manufacturing and Construction Workers Union, MCWU. They're another union. And there's the Furniture Manufacturing and Associated Workers Union. And they're, these are all very small. These two unions I mentioned outside of ITU, they're very, very small unions, um, but they do exist. Um, you might want to get in contact with them. I, I'll send uh, some links uh, to, to BFM to put in the show notes. Fabulous. Uh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, you know, in Australia, the um, the trades are really well unionised, mm. really, really well unionised, very strong, um, very strong, like, unions. Um, and I think uh, Aotearoa is missing out. Uh, we, You know, our, our trades are, are very, very fragmented. And I think as a result, you know, workers don't get as good conditions uh, in, uh, that's why they go over, over to Australia, right? Um, because it's what much better paid. So, yeah, so I do encourage people in the trade to, to join a union. Fab. Well, we've had a couple more come in, uh, which we might not have time to get to this morning, but we will pass these on to you, um, the ones that we've just had texted in, Justine, and get to those when we have you on the show next. Uh, thank you very much to you, Justine, for answering the questions this morning. Thank you very much to everyone who texted us with uh, an employment or a union query over the last uh, couple of hours and the last couple of days, and uh, we will talk to you in a fortnight, Justine. Sounds good. Kia ora. Kia ora. Yeah. Take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.